If you will turn with me for, oh, first of all, we need to go to John 12. Just before I came this morning, God would like to, me to read this verse. We are speaking to pretty much the whole world. And we are speaking the gospel. We are speaking out of the Bible. We're not preaching our opinions. We are preaching what Jesus, what the Bible speaks. We've said this morning, John 1, the word, the word was with God. The word was God, the word of God. And we are going to minister from it. But if you will go to me with John 12, verse 42 and 43, interesting verses. It says, nevertheless, among the chief rulers, this is talking about Jesus. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also, chief rulers of Israel, it says many believed on him. Many, when Jesus was walking here on the earth as a man, it says many of the chief rulers also believed on him. You know, I was taught in the denomination that I grew up in that it was just Jesus and the 12 and nobody else. I mean, they, they had, you know, Jesus was just off there in the, off in the wilderness all by himself. Nobody knew he was around. Well, it says here the chief rulers, many of them, believed on Jesus. Not only that, Jesus walked around with multitudes. Multitudes followed Jesus. Multitudes followed Jesus. And then you ask me, well, if there was that many people following, how come they killed him? Because he had to die. All right, it says, nevertheless, among the chief rulers also, many believed on him. Now look at the next phrase. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Some of you today will have to consider where you go to church and why you are there. If you will turn with me to John 3. We are going to come in on a conversation, a very, very important conversation. Amen. One of the most important conversations in the Bible. It is the Old Testament talking to the new. It is the Old Covenant talking with the New Covenant. It is the Messiah talking to Moses, the law of Moses. We are gonna look at this conversation and oh, how a wonderful and a joy it is to read it and to see what Jesus is speaking here. All right, starting in verse 1. It says, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Now, a Pharisee, a Pharisee was one of the strictest, straightest followers of the law of Moses. One of the strictest, one of the straightest of the followers of the law of Moses. This guy followed every jot and tittle. This guy obeyed the Ten Commandments. This guy was there for every holiday and every religious day. And it says, and he was also a ruler of the Jews. If you look at it, he was a member of the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin in that day was the government and the religious leader of Israel. So he's way up there. Way up there, this man knew the Ten Commandments and obeyed them and the law of Moses every day. Now, this man, Nicodemus, this man, Nicodemus, goes. It says, the same came to Jesus by night. The same came to Jesus by night. Wasn't going to go through the day. Didn't want everybody to see him. But he came to Jesus by night. Now, I want you to notice, Jesus didn't go to him. Nicodemus came to Jesus. Nicodemus had a problem. 
Nicodemus came to Jesus. He said, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto Jesus, Rabbi, we know thou art a teacher come from God. For no man, no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. He had a problem. Jesus could do miracles and he couldn't. He knew this man had to come from God. This man had some integrity. But Nicodemus is looking at Jesus. He said, we know, we know, we know. They won't admit it, but we know. He said, we know that thou art a teacher come from God for no man, no man. See, Nicodemus knew he was a man. No man could do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. What do you have that I don't have? What do you have that I don't have? And Jesus answered him. And look what Jesus answers him. Look what the Messiah answers him. Does he answer him with the law of Moses? No. Does he answer him with the scripture, with what Moses taught? No. He does not answer a man that's under the law with the law. He answers him in some new words. He said, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you see what Jesus answered, what Nicodemus was after? Nicodemus saw Jesus had the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said, no man can do the miracles you do except God's with him. You got the kingdom. That's what we all want. How come we don't have it? What do you have that we don't have? Nicodemus, a law, the man under the law, went to see the Messiah. And what does the Messiah tell him? Verily, verily, a man. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again. He can't even see the kingdom of God. He told Nicodemus, you have to be born again. He told Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews and, a, and part of the Sanhedrin and a Pharisee, the strictest of the, strictest of the law, he said, you got to be born again. You think if Nicodemus has to be born again, maybe we have to? He said, Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered him. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. He is talking to a leader of the law of Moses, and he is telling the leader of the law of Moses, you must be born again. Do you hear that? Oh. Your Ten Commandments aren't going to do it. Following the Ten Commandments is not going to do it. Jesus is telling here a man that walked perfect in the law of Moses, that is not enough. That won't do it. That won't get you the miracles. Nicodemus came to him by night because he saw the miracles. What do you have that I don't have? Jesus said, you must be born again. You must be born again. These words go to the Catholics. These words go to the Protestants. These words go to, the, to other religions. These words go to the Jews. You must be born again. The law won't do it. 
He said, now, you must be born again. The, he said, marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. He said, the wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou heareth the sound thereof. They cannot tell whence it cometh or whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, how can these things be? And Jesus answered and said unto him, art thou a master of Israel? Aren't you a master of Israel? And knowest not these things? He said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that which we do know, and testify that which we have seen, and you receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? He said, And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven, and notice what he tells the Pharisee. Notice what he tells the ruler of the Jews. He is getting ready right here to preach him the gospel. He is getting right here to preach this master of Israel the gospel. He said, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. What was Nicodemus, what was the law of Moses after? They were after, the, they were after eternal life. All oh, the Jews that came to Jesus, what must I do to have eternal life? What must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus is telling a master of Israel right here, right here, what you need to have eternal life. And it's not the law. He said, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in that Jesus should not perish but have eternal life. Is there anything in that sentence that says you have to obey the Ten Commandments? Is there anything in that sentence that Jesus speaks to a master of Israel that has anything to do with the law? No. What does the Messiah say to the master of Israel? He said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him, whosoever believeth in him, in him, not the law, in him, not the Ten Commandments, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Have eternal life. And how do we get it? We get it by Jesus being lifted up. We get it by Jesus being lifted up like the serpent in the wilderness. How can that be? How can that be? Let's go on. Verse 16. For God so loved the world. I love this verse. For God so loved the world. Why? Because God is love. Because God is love. That's what it says in 1 John 4. God is love. For God so loved the world. Notice here it doesn't say just the Jews. It doesn't say for God so loved the Jews. It says God so loved the world. We're included in this conversation, folks. It says for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Might be saved. Is there anything in there that says you have to obey the Ten Commandments? No. Is there anything in there that says you have to follow the law? No. What does Jesus say? You must be born again. 
And when you are born again, you will see. You will see the kingdom. And that kingdom will bring you eternal life. And how? How can Jesus be lifted up? How can that bring us? How can that bring us salvation and not following the Ten Commandments? I'm going to go to Isaiah 53 quickly. And then we're going to hand it back to Doyle. Isaiah 53. How can that man be lifted up? And it be our salvation. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? You know it was revealed that night to Nicodemus? Do you know Nicodemus found the, the arm of the Lord in their conversation? Do you know that Nicodemus became a believer? Do you know that Nicodemus became a believer in Jesus? Do you know when Jesus was buried... When Joseph of Arimathea came to get the body of Jesus, you know who helped him? Nicodemus. Nicodemus. Nicodemus became a believer. Nicodemus met, met the Messiah. Now, who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and a root out of a dry ground. He has no comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Why? Because every bone is out of joint when he is on the cross. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. And this is Jesus. This is that Messiah being lifted up. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Surely, yet we did esteem him smitten, smitten of God and afflicted, but he was wounded. For our transgressions, when he was lifted up as a serpent, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace, our security, our safety was upon Jesus. And with his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord God laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. That's what Jesus gave to Nicodemus. That was Jesus' answer back to Nicodemus. You must be born again, and you must believe in the man that was put on the cross and buried and rose again. That's what Jesus ministered to, a master of Israel. Well, if he ministered that to a master of Israel, he will minister it to us. You must be born again, and you must see that Jesus died for you that he carried your sin on his own body for you as a man, and that he died, and his soul and his spirit went to hell for you. And on the third day, he satisfied the Father, and the Father raised him from the dead. And when the Father raised Jesus from the dead, all our sins were forgiven because they were on the body of Jesus. All our sicknesses were healed because they were on the body of Jesus. And our poverty was dismissed, put away. We were made rich because that's what happened to the body of Jesus. So repent of what you believe. Change the way you believe and believe of Jesus. Believe the gospel. Believe that Jesus died for you. He was buried for you. And he was raised again for you. And especially make sure, make sure Jesus said you must, you must be born again. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. 
She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.